Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm very excited about this. There, there, I think this uh, segment is action-packed with all the goodness we've come to know and love. Let's start with Rod Marinelli talking about Tristan Hill. He's, of course, their top draft pick. And, uh, you know, we've talked about the depth of this defensive line. Here's Marinelli talking about Hill. You got to go. And uh, the trains are leaving. He's the caboose right now. Get up front. And, uh, no, he's learning. You know, just how to hydrate and all that stuff. And our pace and tempo is fast, more than most people. So he's going to get a good job of that. He did a nice job today. So just rookie growing pains there? Oh, heck yeah, which we love, you know. And he's tough and keep it going. Guy okay, has got to harden him up. Phrasing. Rod's ready for you. Yeah, he should. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah. I, I expect every man to respond. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he's part of the group, and that's what the group's going to do. And the group holds a high standard, so that's really good. All right, it is a uh, it is an interesting voice there as well. Uh, but let's uh, <laughs> un, not the type of immediate feedback you want to hear about your first pick. Obviously, not a first round no. pick, but I don't want to hear. He's the caboose. Everyone's getting going, and he's the caboose. Okay, so he's not ready. Well, but he's working real hard on being hydrated. No, he's got to learn how to be hydrated. Oh, oh he's got to learn how to so be hydrated. So what you do, you know Tristan, what? is open your mouth, and then we yeah. pour water in. I was going to say my 8-year-old daughter needs to learn how to be hydrated <laughs> as well. And so I, I don't know that this is a, a good start. This isn't really what I was wanting to hear. It doesn't mean it's going to be a bad ending. No. It just means that it's – I mean, I, when I hear this, I start thinking – you know, maybe Tristan Hill can contribute at the end of the year. Well, you know what? Uh, stop it, Rod. You know what really disturbs me is the the chatter about him at college. So he lost his starting gig at college, and then you go, well, what are some of the reasons why you'd lose your starting gig? Well, because you don't know how to drink water. I don't know. Like, nah. it's college. If you're good enough to be – a high draft pick of the Cowboys, you shouldn't lose your starting gig. Well, we blamed it all, and, well, a new coaching staff came in, and, boy, were they jerks. But now he's learning how to not be last in line and trying to figure out how to keep water in his body. Really? That's not good. Four days in. Okay. Can well, Hold on. I was going to say. He, uh, they couldn't have taught him how to drink water during OTAs? I think he no, He just had cramps one day. He's fine. Dude, you don't think Marinelli brought that up on purpose? Yeah, it's probably like it would be preferable that you are not having cramps and having to leave practice. Meal. On a cart. That, so that would be preferable. But that's probably why he brought it up, because he's a rookie. I think if it was someone else, he probably wouldn't have said anything. Well. Because you got to harden him up, and that's what you got to do. you got to do a little bit of this on the air. Well, he's the caboose. And then he said, just kidding. He's just kidding. Oh. You know, Rod I, took it easy. You know, Rod spent a night in a hotel with Tristan on his 21st yes. birthday. They were in the same hotel together all night long. Drinking I water. I know. And that's why Rod needs to be the most patient with him, because this is Rod's pick. Yes. Oh, I'm disappointed that you're not going to drink enough water. But he's a caboose right now. And, uh. We feel like, uh, you know, that if he, uh, 
if he starts doing <laughs> some sit-ups and drink some Gatorade uh, later in the year, he's going to be just fine. <laughs> well, do you, have, uh, you have high hopes for him, Rod? Uh, you know, I just feel that, you know, it's, i got to have high hopes because I barged in the draft room, started breathing on everyone, and I said, you got to take this guy. And, uh, you know, they took him. And uh, so I, I feel like if you just give him some time and put some Gatorade in a baby bottle and you swallow him up and you just hold his giant – your monk's baby body and your baby born, and you can milk him back into I mean, hell. Okay, hold on, hold on, Rod. I, hold on, Rod. I don't want you to milk him, but that is an interesting segue because we had Tank Lawrence on the show yesterday. So think about everything that Rod was just saying there, and then let's just uh, spring uh, Tristan Hill into the conversation with Tank and see what his response was. We were asking him, you know, Rod is known for giving out nicknames. Rod, what are some of the nicknames you've given to players in the past? Well, I got <laughs> I called the one guy, the Golden Cock. That's uh, what I called him. Uh, it was because he was, uh, you know, it was uh, the rooster that got us all going, the golden child, the chosen one. And I called him. I called one guy the omelet because uh, I like omelets. I called one guy the coffee maker because I want to make the coffee. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, catch your breath, Rod. We'll get back to you. Uh, let's listen to what happened. <laughs> let's listen to what happened. When uh, when we had Tank Lawrence on the show yesterday and asked him about Tristan Hill and maybe the nickname that Rod might have for him. I call him Pooh Bear. Okay. Uh, you call him Pooh Bear? Yeah, he look like a, like fat, what? a fat Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> with, with dreads. <laughs> that's all I'm going to be able to think about whenever I see him now. Yeah, that's Pooh Bear, man. He thinks he's a fat Winnie the Pooh with dreads. I call him Pooh Bear. I mean, hold on. The defensive coordinator says, man... Hopefully he'll learn how to get hydrated. <laughs> the star and leader of the defense said he's a fat Winnie the Pooh with dreads. Things are not going well early for Tristan Hill. I want him to buddy up with Taco because I feel like I they, to, no, I don't want the, they can form an alliance. I don't want people to see them in the same light. Those are the two guys, again, early. This is a, this is a bad thing to say, but I saw it on the field. There's two guys who are usually off to themselves. A little bit. That's yeah. a bad Maybe sign. Tristan's got to take time to take time to get in there. And Crawford and Tank haven't been doing things, and they were kind of together talking to each other. Yeah. So Tristan's probably not going to be hanging out with them the whole time. So th- while that may be an unfair thing to say, I did at least see it a couple times out there in the field. I'm not saying he didn't have friends or anything like that. What happened at, at Central Florida had everything to do with the coaching staff that came in and tried to change the way that he was playing. And he didn't, it didn't jive well. And he might not have been hydrated for what they wanted to do with him. Being in shape might be a part of it. So that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I was totally yeah. riding with the idea of, okay, it seems unlikely that a guy worthy of that pick would lose his role. But I understand, you know, new scheme and all this stuff, and maybe coaches have their preferences, and obviously – the Cowboys, uh, what was the name of the coach that went to Nebraska that was there previously? Is it? Uh, Scott Frost. Thank you. Uh, Frost had him and vouched for him. And All right, that's good. Due diligence. I'm on board with he all that. He and the new D.C. at Central Florida did not get along. So, he gets here, though. Mm-hmm. And then d- doesn't that start making you think differently about the narrative? He's a fat Pooh Bear with dreads that can't keep water in his body. That's you I'll saying call him that? Pooh Bear. That's Tank Lawrence saying it. Okay. And then before, so you said that. <laughs> Tank Lawrence said it before. Okay, Tank Lawrence said it. And then before, Rod was the one who passively, aggressively denoted that he has a hard time staying hydrated. I mean, I'm I'm hearing a lot of Willie Calhoun here. You know, I'm like, too. It's like uh, those are, there's some tough love, some hazing, some, hey, man, 
That uh, was that was that was Rod Marinelli's version of the asthma field is over there. Yeah. That's what that was, oh. which is the great Jimmy Johnson line, which in a pre-Me Too, you could be horrible like that. But we love it. Our guys aren't in shape. <laughs> hey, hey, we love Hold it. On. Coach. Hey, he's a caboose. Hold on, Coach. <laughs> I just want you to get some rest. It's hot out here. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, you know, uh, everybody needs good friends in this world, and KT found an amazing story that your buddy that's dropping F-bombs nonstop is going to end up being your best friend. This worked for me. This, uh, this is a uh, this is a scientific study. This was on. Uh, what, hold on, Gator. I guess is this Life Hack? Yeah, Life Hack is offering this up. But it says that according to uh, a study that was a collaborative team effort with a university in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. Hong Kong University of Science and Technology, as well as Stanford and Cambridge, they were all involved in the study. Potty mouthed people tend to have lower deception levels and higher integrity at a personal as well as societal level. Damn right. Reason being, if they want to, you know, if you want to start going, all right, that's just a wild theory. But the reason being is that the study indicates that people who will just let off a string of obscenities tend to be less likely to harm themselves or others when under pressure. They swear more to de-stress, and this makes them more honest and dependable than a person who does it. Oh, so it's like a pressure valve. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, It says, since swearing is basically an honest representation of one's feelings, people who swear more are likely to be honest, so they make better friends. Now, did you and I write this? Uh, We should have. I mean, this is... I feel like we... I don't give an F. I feel like, and I think, KT, you'll back this... Mm -hmm. Do Skin and I cuss more than anyone you've ever been around? Yeah, and in fact, well, I mean, I cuss a lot too, though. So I think it all works. I've never heard him well. cuss. I've never I heard you trust cuss. Him no. For one second. No, you say. Let have. <laughs> yeah, like farts, not a cuss word. Uh, but you, you, you two, and Sean uh, cuss more than probably anyone else at the station. I do think I'm in the boat, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a cuss. We're, cuss we're boat. a banana butt of uh, banana boat of cussing and a banana butt of cussing. <laughs> I'm in on that. Yeah. Uh, it'd be us three and Sean for sure. And I don't think it's very close. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Our, you know, show, our show curses more than the other shows. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know who cusses the most of anyone, though? Pat Doney. God, that no, guy yeah. is a sailor. So much racist humor. So, 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 so tatted up. That's actually not That's true at not all. not true at all. Because uh, some people take that stuff seriously. Yeah, yeah. That was a joke. He uh, would never for a <laughs> second utter that. And the joke is that uh, He's Pat, the sweetest man alive. Pat Doney is the sweetest man alive and yes. would never cuss. I seriously have been around him quite a lot. Uh, we all have, and I don't. I've never heard him say a cuss word. So he would be so, at the opposite end. Yeah, I don't trust him one. So bit. according to this study, <laughs> untrustworthy. And because he's not letting off that steam, yeah, no. So no. wow, he's bottling it up. He's bottling it up, and is more likely to harm people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so your buddy that's in there firing off cuss words—that's a good buddy. You can yeah. get a bunker with him, man. He's yeah. gonna be real with you. The, stu- the study said, keep in mind that swearing at somebody does hurt their feelings, and in no way should one start swearing and behaving badly. Just because science says certain things. Oh, I disagree. But, Always do what science says. But that wanna, would also be disingenuous yeah. because you'd be going, oh, really? It makes me more trustworthy? Well, I'm going to start cussing where I didn't before. Yeah. Uh, I would say I, I've, um, I think Skin's cuss game has gone downhill, though. And Because of, of radio? I think there's a direct correlation between how he's gotten better at golf. Because Skin, oh, to me, some of the Olympic-level cussing that I've seen out of Skin has come when he's golfing. 
Like we'll be at Windstar golfing and you'll hear cuss word combinations that you've never heard before. Like, wow, you could put those two words together combined with the Lord. I didn't see that. I never saw that coming. How did he do that? It's like really impressive. And now that he's good at golf, I'm not good. Doesn't happen. You don't hear it that much. I once saw him curse at a potential higher power. Like at, at, and then hit a ball into the water, like off a tree and into the water while lightning, while lightning strikes I, in the background. I once saw him from about 140 yards hit another golfer with his ball and then cuss at the guy for being in the way. No. It <laughs> <laughs> hit the guy in, the, in, in his stomach. Why the hell were you standing there? Hey, get the bleep bleep out of the way. What the hell are you doing? Oh, that did lay up nicely, though. I'm assuming Frito just takes it in because it says, skin on a golf course is the Michelangelo of cussing. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, real quick, we, since it went there, we do got, I've got to mention a couple things about RJ Choppy. This is quick. effing incredible. So yesterday, after our show, the Cowboys didn't have practice, so we had a little free time, and we got some golf in. And it was me and Skin against Choppy and Jeff Cavanaugh. Now, Skin did not finish the round because he's got chronic back issues. It, yeah. It went in the tank hard. But he fought through it for about 15 or 16 holes. Hole one, Choppy from about 125 yards out. Go, hold on, hold on. His tee shot was horrible. His second shot slammed into a tree and went sideways. Okay? And this is a par five. Yeah. So he's lying to, he's hitting his third shot, and then that shot ends up being 100 yards off the green. 100 to 125 yards away. He hasn't hit a good shot yet. He's got yet. a pitching wedge, and he puts it up, and I'm in the cart, we're driving, I said, oh my God, he's all over it. Bounces and rolls right in the hole. What? He yeah, holds right out in the from, hole. He holes out from 125 after three bad shots. It acts so like it's eagled? nothing. He, no, he birdied. Oh, he birdied. he birdied because it was, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Three bad shots and he holes out from 125. Wow. Now, oh. at it one point, better. though, at one point, Choppy hits a, hits a ball over the green and it rolls down this mountain. And he goes down to get it about 100 yards underneath a tree. Yeah. Everyone else just lets the ball go. And he's like, no, I got it. He goes, he goes, down in, he goes into Narnia to try to hit out. <laughs> and there's no positive thing that comes out of that. He ends up, it doesn't matter. He just It's just funny that he went down there. Later in the round, he is off the green a little bit. And I've got my putter and my pitching wedge. I'm up on the green. And he goes, I, I didn't bring my wedge. KT, what, what, give me your wedge. He's off the green. I said, okay, hand it to him. He goes up to the ball. He goes, is this a gap wedge or what is this? He's asking me what type of club it is. And think about this. We're playing against each other, too. He proceeds to chip it in with my club. It was unnecessary trash talk is what it was. <laughs> yeah. He asked, he, can I borrow your club? What club is it? And then watch me hole out with your club. And we're playing cart, wow. so he had to make that shot to win the hole. <laughs> Choppy is so good. What did he shoot a 74? He shot a 74. Choppy is so good, dude. Wow. So how did Kavanaugh do, and how did you do before your back took you out? Uh, Kavanaugh had the best run I've ever seen him had. He parred three consecutive holes, and then at the turn, he slammed into a cliff. He had, what, and, a 99 or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, for being compromised, I, I, we kept in there. We actually got up on Choppy and Kavanaugh. Like, we were we were winning yeah. money. We ended up uh, – the money was nothing, really, is what it ended but, up as. And kind we got in the hole early. But when I got to hole, like, 14, I couldn't even turn anymore. So I was Jeez. just worthless. It was pathetic. God, RJ's good at everything, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.